Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone, what a great show. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, we had a theme for this year that was thriving again in 2010. And what we've done for this month is, and we're going to be doing this for each month throughout the year, we're going to have a different theme, but it's all under the umbrella of thriving. This month is loving again in 2010. And boy, do I have an absolutely awesome guest for you tonight. We're going to be talking about something that we don't really get to practice very often in life. We're going to talk about what does it mean to be your own Valentine, how to attract the love you desire with personal rituals, life coach Debbie Lacey joining me here today. Now, I want to just tell you something about Debbie. You know, she's not only one of the most sought-after life coaches that I know, but she is also someone that is highly creative, has been working with people so that they can get ready to set and manifest. This is something she's created. And so she's joining me here today, someone that helps people understand money and the relationship to money with what she's created in the money-mindful way. But more importantly, the heart and the soul of Debbie Lacey brings a new and a fresh perspective, one that is inspiring but also one that is so practical. So today... We're going to talk about rituals. We're going to be talking about Valentine's Day. We're going to be talking about compassion. And we're going to be talking about something we don't do enough of, loving ourselves. So loving again in 2010 isn't just for you to be doing with another person. It really, the buck really stops right here. Debbie, I want to thank you so much for joining the show tonight because this is a really cool topic. And it's one that we don't really talk about quite in the way that you talk about it. Thanks for joining the show today. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Very exciting topic. It is. Now, I want to ask you a question before we kind of get into it. I mean, how have you personally gotten to know and understand the importance of taking time out to be your own Valentine? I mean, what is it that you've discovered? Why is this like a hot topic for you? Yeah, it's a very good question, and of course it comes from a personal place. Almost everything that I do does. I mean, that that is where it all begins. And for me, um, I found myself, in fact, seven years ago almost to the day, at this very same time of year, um, I was going through a major transition. Um, my fiancé at the time had just broken up with me. He had just moved out, and uh, I was about to launch my business, so I only had a few weeks left at my old job. So here I found myself um, without a partner and um, about to be without colleagues that I had come to form a community with over the years that I had been at my my old job. So I, I really was struggling. And at the same time, I had my resources as a life coach. I was just beginning my life coaching practice. And I knew the power of personal rituals. And I had done personal rituals um, privately for myself, just little things, and I'll talk in a little while about what those are and how, how you all can create them if you'd like. But for me at that moment, it was that recognition that I really needed something. I needed some way to mark that moment in time to heal me and also to help me start up with these new beginnings. So that was something... Um, that I knew I needed, and I decided that a personal ritual would really help me. And I created a Be Your Own Valentine's Day party. It was a Be Your Own Valentine, and I invited 10 of my closest friends one afternoon on the Valentine's Day weekend, and um, I shared cake with them, and I really stretched myself to ask them for what I needed the most at that time, which was their 
love, and support. And I tell you, that was not easy for me, uh, being a very independent person, and it's hard for a lot of people to ask for help and support. Oh, man, did you just say a mouthful? I mean, you know, how often, uh, you know, do we, even sitting in the kitchen trying to cook a dinner and trying to get everything going in the same place, I mean, and and rather than turn around and say to someone, hey, you know, can you get the chicken out of the oven? You know, we're juggling pots and pans. What a metaphor. Isn't that kind of interesting that I brought that up? But, you know, this is it. While the, the washing machine is running, so we can't forget to get the stuff out of the washer and put it in the dryer. Rather than stop and say, hey, anybody want to help here? What is it about us, Debbie? We just don't do that. I mean, what is it that, you know, causes us not to reach out for help until it's too late, maybe? Yeah, I think it's our culture. You know, we've we've been brought up, especially in, in the U.S. culture, to be very independent, to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, um, that it becomes has become equated to a sign, a sign of weakness if you reach out for help. And it's just such the opposite. I've, I always say that it is a power move when you reach out for help. It's sort of like the CEO of a company. That You know, the CEO of a company, at least a very good one, does not do everything him or herself. Um, that person is a master delegator, you know, but we don't think of that in our own day-to-day lives. We don't look around and look at the rich resources that we have amongst our family and our friends and our acquaintances, and we don't stop to say, what or who could help me at this very critical moment with something that I need? Because, you know, we, we always give, but we don't think about receiving in the same way. And if we could, if we could become a master delegator, um, with love or any other goal that we have, it would just be so much easier, so much well, easier. It would be so much easier. I mean, think about it. And, you know, is, there, is it really a question of, you know, maybe not having people we can, we can kind of reach out to, you know, maybe not having people that we can count on? Or is this Be Your Own Valentine a, an independent journey? Well, it's it's both in the sense that I think everything really does need to start with ourselves. And I think it was Oscar Wilde who said, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. I love that quote. Um, but it is about being independent, being able to give yourself first what you need um, rather than seeking that in another. But as I noticed in my own journey and and what I was talking about when I was at that pivotal moment in my life seven years ago, to best care for myself in that moment was to reach out. So I think be your own valentine is a way of saying recognize what your needs are and really work to meet those needs. And it doesn't mean meet those needs all by yourself necessarily because you may need help from other people. And then if you do that, if you are responsive to your own needs and caring for yourself in that deeply compassionate way, then I think you can ultimately attract more people into your life because that's very attractive, isn't it, to want to be around someone who knows how to nurture themselves. I mean, and, you know, this is really to say the question nurture. I mean, we do want to be around that. It's kind of a breakthrough when we give ourselves permission, isn't it? for being able to step out. But, you know, we're going to talk with you, Debbie, tonight about some of the steps for creating these, these, you know, just exquisite rituals, personal rituals. But part of this is also the work you do to help people get ready, so to speak, to gift themselves. You know, this whole idea of being your own valentine is just beautiful. But we really do have some barriers. Now, one of them in particular you are a super expert about, and that is the money barrier. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be my own Valentine, Debbie, but boy, you know, just don't, don't ask me to spend money on myself here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah. I'm supposed to wait for somebody else to spend it on me. <laughs> yeah, well, not true at all, right? Not true at all, but that is how a lot of us think, and And we put ourselves last on the list, and especially when it comes to any kind of expense. Um, And and that's not true for everybody. And if you're out there listening and you're somebody who takes care of yourself in that way, again, not overspending because that, that can bring its own problems, but recognizing, hey, you do have needs, 
and you don't have to wait for someone else to bring you flowers. You know, you can you can go out and um, meet those needs yourself and, and not feel bad about it. You know, that's the other thing is that sometimes we think that that's um, somehow pathetic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Good to, go, to go out and buy ourselves uh, flowers or buy ourselves a fancy dinner. Not at all. It, all. it all depends on the place that you're coming from. Certainly if you walk into a restaurant and you're alone and you are thinking about it in the way of, oh, how pathetic is this? I feel really down and low because here I have to spend the night with myself, by myself. Well, that's a totally different scenario than the person who decides, wow, where shall I eat this weekend? Something really that I've been looking forward to. I'm going to make a reservation at that very special restaurant. I'm going to really get dressed up and feel good about myself, and I'm going to walk in and give myself that beautiful dinner. Or better yet, I'm going to invite a friend. I mean, you don't have to do everything alone, but the point is it really depends on where you are coming from. So in part of the journey, and let's just talk a little bit about, you know, what you do. Your website's called theinspiredcoach.com, theinspiredcoach.com. How much of being one's valentine is inspiration and how much of it is perspiration? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like that way of looking at it, too, but I talk a lot about um, it being part attitude, part risk, and mostly art. Everything that, that I work with people on seems to fall into those three categories, attitude, risk, and art. And I think that um, being your own valentine is that as well. It is your attitude first and foremost, like I was just talking about. You know, Where are you coming from when you set out to take care of yourself? And um, what do you believe? And do you believe that you're worth your own love, let alone other people's love? So that's big. And then that risk, yeah, that risk needs to come in because um, being your own valentine is about stepping up, right? It's about... It's huge. Yeah. It's Really. Stepping up outside of your comfort zone. So, you know, one of the things that you and I have talked about on air, and I want to mention it here a minute before we actually get into some of the the rituals that you're going to present for our listeners, is, you know, you have created Ready, Set, Manifest. And this is a, an incredible new paradigm. I mean, we've barely started to talk about it. And, you know, it's, you know, sort of catching on fire here with people. Um, how does Ready, Set, Manifest, you know, fit in to what we're talking about tonight uh, regarding love and valentines and, you know, being our own valentine, what is really the relationship to learning that particular model and being able to nurture ourselves? Mm-hmm. The ready, set, and manifest are three distinct phases, really, that flow into each other. And, you know, ready is that place. I call it ready, but for some it may feel like being lost, the time before you know what you want. Um, the uncertain time, and in relationships and love, that can mean many different things. It could be having experienced a recent breakup or after some time of being single, thinking about dating again but not sure yet if you really want to. You know, just that uncertain time. It can even be a phase in in an existing intimate relationship, a period of questioning or disconnect or a crossroads. So that's ready. Um, set is, uh, as I've said, mindset and setting yourself up for success. So that's the time when you get clearer about what you want, but you're not yet making it happen. But this is really the time of leap when you're getting set. That's making the decision that you want to date or that you really do want an intimate, committed relationship or whatever it is. You know that in that set phase. And manifest, wow, that's where you get to become that person living that vision whether it's dating or committing to someone, it's that unfolding process of having what you've been looking for. So it's, that's yeah, really the yeah. transition from one to another. Yeah, it's like it's a wrap. Let's get, uh, you know, <laughs> as we say, it's a wrap. You know, let's move on. But, you know, truly the whole notion of love gets tested and it gets uh, tortured sometimes, and yet people are so thrilled and inspired when, they feel that love, and yet at the same time, we need to have some sort of format for inspiration. For those of you that are listening tonight, we've got a couple things going on. We'd love to give one of you that 
calls into the show, if you have questions or comments anytime throughout the show, one of you will receive a copy of Touchstone Within, and this is Debbie Lacey's audio CD of guided visualization. She created uh, this to help you center, tap into your wisdom, and be inspired. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about these rituals. You know, what are the steps to creating it? What are some of the personal rituals that can benefit us? And what can you learn from all of this so that you can become your own Valentine, not just this month, but every day? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my very special guest, Debbie Lacey. We'll be right back. Is your soul thirsty for love this Valentine's Day? Fill it up with aqua mantras, I am loved water, and feel the love with every conscious sip. You attract love into your reality when you're overflowing with love from within. Pick up a case of aqua mantras award-winning premium natural spring water that flows from the abundant streams of Mount Palomar, California. Now in our brand new biodegradable and recyclable bottles. On sale at aquamantra.com forward slash I am loved. And know you are loved. Are you concerned about a specific health issue? Do you want to know what causes it? Are you ready to tap into the inner wisdom of your body and listen to what it is telling you? It's a scientific fact that your health condition, present circumstance, and excess weight are not the result of your diet, exercise regime, or genetic makeup. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions all directly and specifically influence all your body functions, including heart rate, digestion, and organs. Anger is stored in the liver, resentment is stored in the gallbladder, and lack of support shows up in your back. Our bodies give us clues to how we have been thinking, feeling, and acting. Dr. Cal specializes in interpreting these clues, ignites your inner healer, and guides you step-by-step to continuous, positive, and lasting health changes. When you change your mind, you change your life. Get in your driver's seat today. Visit AskDrKel.com. That's A-S-K. D-R-K-E-L dot com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit TheInspiredCoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit TheInspiredCoach.com. E-Cloth, the only cleaning solution you'll ever need. E-Cloth's fiber function does the cleaning, not a chemical reaction. Also, no paper towels or chemicals to buy, so you'll save lots of money. And E-Cloths are guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. The whole time, safer for you, your family, the environment, and saving you lots of money. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit macaroot.com. That's M-A-C-A root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Neshama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Neshama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Neshama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance. Take control of your health and vitality and build your foundation for wellness with Neshama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. 
Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets, where true wellness begins. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pacho. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Wow, what a really cool conversation to be having so you can get ready to have one of the most amazing Valentine's days, month, years, whatever you want that to be. Debbie Lacey is my very special guest today. I want to mention a few things. If you want to find out more information about Debbie, go to theinspiredcoach.com, www.theinspiredcoach.com. And check it out. But more importantly, if you want to get inspired before that Valentine's Day, uh, Debbie's got a great teleclass on the 5th. I know what I want. Now what? And so we'll do that. Debbie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Where do we start? Wherever we want to go. We can talk about what a personal ritual is for sure. I think that would uh, really help people to just understand what it is and how it can be a tool for being your own valentine. And this is one of many possibilities, but I wanted to offer that up tonight. Let's do it. Great. So a personal ritual really is just an instrument for connecting the self with the sacred. It's a way to be fully present and really to honor this time in your life by creating a ceremony or even a simple activity that fulfills whatever your particular intention is. So these are um, tools that I use often in my coaching practice because especially when people are at pivotal moments, um, they're wanting some healing or they're wanting to embrace a new change or they're wanting to celebrate um, a major accomplishment. Um, we often do this at the end of my individual coaching series with, with a client. Uh, it's just a wonderful way to, um, to give back to yourself and to highlight that moment in time. But it can be um, many different for many different intentions. They benefit us in, in a lot of different ways. Um, when you create a personal ritual, and I'll talk in a little bit about how to do that, but it can um, enhance your connection to your inner voice. It can bring clarity, uh, comfort during times of transition or hardship. You can mark a special occasion with personal rituals, um, prepave the way for new beginnings, and boost your sense of personal power and give you the inspiration that you need perhaps to take some next steps. So it's an incredibly powerful tool, and I always get really excited when I'm working with someone who wants to engage in that with me. because It's amazing. It I'm is. I've actually lost my, th- my voice actually oh. trying to talk to you about it because <clears throat> it's, it's totally out of the box for us to help ourselves, isn't it? It is. We are, um, it, it can be a foreign concept, especially for women, but I think men too, especially in this area of self-care. It's just um, something that no one teaches us how to do really. We, we watch others. That's how we learn most mm-hmm. of the things growing up. So think about that. If you're watching those around you and you're watching the people who took care of you, um, yeah. how many yeah. of us have you know a good model for someone who, really listened to themselves and took very good care and was self-compassionate as they were tending to all the other parts of their life. It's not easy. No, um, how do we go about it? How do we get started? Yeah, I think the first step really is to um, be able to pause in your life. And for some of us, that might literally be just a few moments in the bathroom or in the car but being able to take a quiet moment, not be afraid of it, because some people are afraid of quiet times, but go in there because there's such a gift there of re- reconnecting with yourself and listening for what is important for me at this time in my life. That's it. And you know if you're going through a particularly um, difficult transition or perhaps a brand new beginning that you're very excited about, it's a yeah. lot of energy and sometimes you don't really know what to do with that. You may feel pretty scattered, 
And tending to yourself with a personal ritual is a great way to stay grounded during times like that. So the first step really is to just be quiet and what I say invoke spirit. That means connect to your own self, your own inner spirit. Engage in that dialogue with about what's going on in your life and what is of most importance right now. And are, then you, are you are you one of these people that can do this easily? I mean, a lot of folks say, "Wow, you know, I hear this all the time, but I just don't even know where to start." Mm-hmm. Well, I can say, and I can proudly say that after years of practicing this, um, yes, I can come to that easily when I make the time for it, and that's the key. Um, I don't, you know, in the midst of juggling a million things and forgetting to have lunch or, you know, running from meeting to meeting, I don't suddenly get the voice of spirit coming to me and letting me know what I need. Um, it takes me carving out the time to really listen. And then I'm able to hear and pay attention. And I can do that easily at that, at that moment. And I think when people say they have a difficulty with this, it is not yeah. because they can't hear and listen to themselves, it's because they don't make the time to. All right. So now that I've got the time, I want to create this beautiful, beautiful ritual. And this could be a ritual about endings. It could be a ritual about beginnings. But the idea is create this sacred time and space. Right. Right. What do I do next? I'm all, I'm ready. I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Good. Good. So what you can do and what the listeners can do is first, what is your intention? Okay. What do you hope to feel during and after the ritual? Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, what outcome do you desire? So you want to start there with your intention. Can I ask you a question about this? Can mm-hmm. we kind of do a little bit of this? Because this is really, really cool. Um, you know, one of the things that, uh, first of all, for those of you out there that have questions, you can give us a shout at um, 888-815-9756. Give us a call and we'll take your questions. 888-815-9756. But let's talk about something perhaps that may be coming up. Like, for example, it's hard sometimes when things change, especially when people come in and out of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Whether they are loved ones or they are work people that have worked with you, there is a time of change and transition. And in the moment of that, sometimes it's it's what are the things now that are not going to happy? What is what are the what's the void going to be like that this other person filled for me? Whether it's work, a job, or a loved one. So how does one set? What's an intention that one would set? You know, uh, would it be the intention that I want to feel something or see something, or is it intention of letting go, or doesn't it matter? It matters in the sense of what's most up for that person at that particular time. And really, yeah, if you get quiet, you'll know, do I need healing? Do I need to welcome in um, a new relationship? Do I need to let go? Do I need to, um, you know, boost my sense of myself and my my own energy? I mean, whatever it is. But, but, so the, you know, multiple people could be going through the same thing at the same time but have different needs. So that's really the key. So, for example, in my life, seven years ago when my fiancé left and broke up with me, um, I got to a place after several months of being ready for a new relationship. So I created that intention. I want to welcome in a new relationship. That was my intention. Okay. uh, and, And then the next step, once you know that, is to imagine some way to bring your intention to life in a symbolic manner. So I'll give you a quick example. For me, at that time, um, and this was February, these tickets went on sale to an upcoming Nora Jones concert for August 5th, 2003. I'll never forget it. (laughs) Um, But I saw that concert come up, uh, the concert tickets come up, and I loved Nora Jones at the time, and I said, I'm going to make this a ritual for myself. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to think about welcoming in a new relationship, and I am going to purchase myself and this other person, yet to be revealed, a ticket to the concert. So I bought two tickets, and I had the intention that the other person that I would give that to would be someone special. Now, that was in February. Um, 
I had a quick dating experience in May, about five weeks. That didn't turn out so well. So I was thinking, hey, I'm going to go solo to this concert, and I have two tickets. But on July 13th, I met my husband-to-be. Wow. And we went to that concert together. Now, he didn't know at the time about my whole elaborate ritual that he was um, participating in at the time. But I, I did tell him that I had already purchased the two tickets, and I would love to, to take him if he wanted to go with me. And he said yes. And four years and a day after that Nora Jones concert, we got married. And so you not only set an intention, you set an intention, but then you actually took an action. Yes. Okay? So in the ritual right now, the ritual is setting that thing which we want to visualize for ourselves, whether it's that ticket. That's a great story. That's an amazing story. So anybody out there that wants to manifest a husband, this is the show you want to listen <laughs> to tonight because Debbie Lacey's going to, she just gave you a huge, huge clue on how to do that. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We're going to go through the rest of the steps, how you can create this personal ritual, renew yourself, refresh yourself, and step out and live life full out. Uh, joining me tonight is uh, the inspired coach, Debbie Lacey. When we come back, we'll be sharing those next steps. Once you've got it set, that intention, what is it that you would be able to do? What's next? How do you hold through? What action would you take? How do we break down Debbie's story and make it real for ourselves? We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Are you concerned about a specific health issue? Do you want to know what causes it? Are you ready to tap into the inner wisdom of your body and listen to what it is telling you? It's a scientific fact that your health condition, present circumstance, and excess weight are not the result of your diet, exercise regime, or genetic makeup. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions all directly and specifically influence all your body functions, including heart rate, digestion, and organs. Anger is stored in the liver, resentment is stored in the gallbladder, and lack of support shows up in your back. Our bodies give us clues to how we have been thinking, feeling, and acting. Dr. Cal specializes in interpreting these clues. Ignite, it's, you know, it involves. Are you confused? Ignites your inner healer and guides you step-by-step to continuous, positive, and lasting health changes. When you change your mind, you change your life. Get in your driver's seat today. Visit AskDrKel.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-K-E-L.com. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with E-Cloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com, and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's ecloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic, Linda Dickinson, can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. 
Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again? Would you like to learn how to take the weight off once and for all? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help thousands of clients reach their goals and stay there. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That's 888-311-7157. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. You know, for more information about us, go to www.thedrpatshow.com or simply drpatlive.com. For more information about Debbie to find out about her upcoming teleclass, I Know What I Want, Now What? That is February 5th, and um, it's going to be 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. You can go to theinspiredcoach.com, theinspiredcoach.com. We're talking about rituals. We're talking about being one's own Valentine tonight. Got a little text message from somebody that said, uh, you know, what's the matter, Dr. Pat? You got all choked up talking about love. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, there you have it. There's full self-disclosure on, you know, what gets me all choked up. Well, love does, and especially this time of year. But I did get another question, and before we continue with, uh, you know, telling people about the rituals, you know, the question that I got, Debbie, was this. And they said, you know, it's a big question. How do you get quiet when the brain does not stop? And and you can't stay in the moment. And it says, read my question. (laughs) (laughs) Good question. Okay, thank you. Thank you, LJ from Jersey. How can, okay, it's a great question, and I think it goes on for all of us. So what's the key to that? Well, it is such a great question, and I wish I had a dollar for every time I heard that question, too, because it yeah, is, no kidding. It, it's such a common malady. We can't slow down. We have so much going on in our lives and in our heads at any given moment. So when someone says, oh, well, just be quiet and you know, set your intention, it sounds like they're asking us to climb Mount Everest. Um, but the thing about this personal ritual activity is that you can use it to bring quiet into your life. And it is not a matter of needing to be 100% quiet and ready before you can set your personal ritual into motion. You can do something as simple as in the morning, maybe before other people in your home get up or before you get going onto the computer or out the door, you light a candle. Maybe you have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee And you see, many of us have rituals built into our daily lives, but we're letting the mind chatter go as we're conducting those rituals. So what I'm asking you to do is take that moment when you light the candle or you're sipping your hot coffee and just be still. And it really does take practice. All the meditation gurus out there will tell you this. Uh, Meditation is a great tool to calm your mind, to quiet and come to that place of calm within Um, But you don't have to go to a class. You don't even have to read a book. You can simply start in the morning with a candle or with your cup of tea and just be still. You know, one of the things that we're talking about is that, you you know, if you're not used to being still for, you know, there's some people that can go on. I I have a a friend of mine who's going on a three-year silent retreat, so we're not even talking about that. Um, another instant message comes in that says, what, is it, what does that mean to be still? What does that look like? And so let's, let's give people an example of what that means because this is what I just started to talk about, Debbie. You know, sometimes we think we have to be still an hour of uh, uh, three hours. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we can be still a nanosecond, and that's enough time for spirit to come in and give us some relief, don't you think? Yeah, it's like with anything else that you have ever learned in your life. You, everybody who's messaging you right now, listening out there, everybody learned to crawl, to walk, to read, to write, to do a million things that you do every day and you take for granted. So being quiet, 
What does that mean? That doesn't necessarily mean that there's complete silence between your ears, although I know that in some meditation practices that is, of course, the objective is to completely clear the mind. Right. But in, in my way of looking at things, when you're starting from a very busy mind and lots of chatter in there, then quiet is simply paying attention to the chatter. Right? It's not necessarily turning it all off at once. It's taking a moment and really listening and being quiet your own self so that you can hear what is going on up there in your head. That's right. And, you know, another instant message comes in, the good, the bad, and the ugly shows up. Well, hallelujah, at least you're thinking. And, you know, this is... (laughs) And you're alive. You're alive. Welcome to being alive. Yeah. So when you get quiet, you're going to hear lots of things. You may hear some difficult things, some painful things, some sad things, but you know what? You're also going to hear what you need. And when you hear what you need, you can respond to that need if you choose, and then you can begin healing yourself or feeling better or making that new beginning that you've been wanting to for a long time. It all starts with paying attention to your own self. However way you want to do that, whether it is a three-year silent retreat or something much um, smaller and simpler, like a little mini morning ritual of one minute. Okay, so let's let's continue because I think we'll, this will be able to help a couple of our folks listening to the show. You know, once we get in that quiet place and we set our intention, let's talk about the role the imagination plays, the next couple of steps, because I think this is going to help um, you know, our listeners, sometimes we do get scared, but some of the other things you talk about in personal rituals should help with that, I think. I believe so. I think that um, once you know what you want the ritual to accomplish, and it may be um, coming to a place of quiet, maybe that's what the intention for your ritual is. You want to create a sacred, quiet time for yourself. You identify that intention, then you imagine some symbolic way to bring that intention to life. So you'll want to gather elements for that ritual. What are the um, containers or the the, the objects that would hold the meaning of that particular intention? What would appeal to you? What resonates with your unique needs? And it could be just simple objects that you have in your home. A lot of people like to go out in nature and find rocks or shells or leaves. Um, Could be things in your home that have deep personal meaning, but you've never really looked at them in the sense of incorporating them into a ritual but that's where you really want to let yourself just be very open and look around your surroundings and say what do i need this ritual to do for me and what objects or what symbolic act could manifest that intention so when we look for those symbols or those objects and by the way um we're getting instant messages in here that are saying congratulations on your wonderful story and your wonderful journey that's to you debbie (laughs) thank you so much i appreciate that that's to you um once we find the symbol and again this doesn't have to be something you have to go out and buy as a matter of fact debbie as a matter of fact this is so funny hold on i've got to make a lot of noise to get this out but I've got a symbol right here. I cannot believe that I'm sitting here talking to you about love. And I have something in my possession. I just pulled it out. And it's something that, was, I was, that I've had for, oh, man, it's got to be 30 years. And it's a rock. And on the rock, it's, um, someone had painted, someone very close to me wrote, I love you. Oh, man. And it's funny that we're talking about this because I keep the rock in in the thing that holds my microphone when I do this show. This is the only time I do this. And for whatever reason, it just all of a sudden, you know, the thing tipped over and out came the rock. Wow. So, I mean, isn't this what we're talking about? It's create things that are meaningful to you and make sure we set it up so that we can enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, how much of us have, you know, all kinds of little knickknacks and things around our home that just sit on shelves? Well, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could take some of those down sometimes and use them in in our rituals to create new beginnings for ourselves? So absolutely, yeah. So you know, I I love it. I love it. Um, When I when I had my be your own Valentine party, I asked my friends to come and bring an object that they wanted to give to me 
along with a blessing for some wish that they had for me because I had just gone through this breakup, as I said, and I was nervous about starting my business. And so they came. They brought these wonderful objects. They shared, um, and, and it was exactly what I needed. And I look back on that time, and I know that I did such a good thing there creating what it was that I needed and giving myself that. And it wasn't easy, believe me. It was not easy to send those invitations, but I did it. So what was it about this ritual, about what you've created and what you've learned, you know, that that is so important? A lot of people, for example, you had a party to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we don't have to be on the beach in Hawaii. So what are some of the logistics about creating the, you know, a good space, a good time? How How does that all come together? Yeah, it depends on if you want your ritual to be personal and private, or if you want it to involve others, um, loved ones, people that you trust. So you need to decide that for yourself. And um, it doesn't have to be super elaborate like my Be Your Own Valentine party was, more on the elaborate side perhaps. Um, But as I said, my other one was just sitting down at the computer and buying a couple of tickets online. Um, And then I had done lots of other rituals almost on a weekly basis just for my own self and my own personal spiritual practice. So... Um, it really is, depends on what your intention is and then the best way for you to fulfill that. You may not need or want a party, you know, um, but that's what the really important thing is, is you need to decide the, the logistics, like the where, the when, the who. The right place and time are important, so you can give the ritual your full attention and feel really comfortable in your surroundings. So you might want to be at home, um, or someplace where you just feel really good and that's a nurturing place for you. Okay, so I'm ready to go. I'm I'm fully engaged in I've created the space, I've created the candle, whatever it is that I'm doing. Some people do this in the bathtub, by the way. You know, mm-hmm. they find that this is an incredible place to, to really carve that time out. Um, you know, what what is really important for us to remember about this and then how do we actually now, we're already, right, we're set, how do we manifest this ritual? How does it come to life, Debbie? Yeah. It's all about you. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all about you. Oh, you're going to make me choke again. Yeah. It, remember I said attitude, risk, and art? So mm-hmm. your attitude, what, what are you bringing to this great, wow, you have carved out this time. You've gathered up what you want. You're going to conduct this wonderful ritual. So you sit down and you, you, you clear the space so that, so that physically you have room to do it and energetically you have room. You know, you're not making your grocery list at the same time you're about to do your ritual. You're not picking up the phone and text messaging. You're just sitting down or standing or whatever you're doing, but you're giving yourself your full attention. And you're making room for yourself and for that ritual. And it's all you then. You know, whether you have other people there or not, it really is about you and and fulfilling what you need in that moment. So you perform your ritual in that spirit. And in that way, you're bringing your intention to life and honoring yourself and, and that ritual as the sacred and very personal expression that it really is. Okay. What's Debbie going to create for herself this year? You already have the husband, right? <laughs> you already have the career. Um, and this kind of leads to my next really question, and this is something you do so masterfully. And I've got a couple of other instant messages that are kind of asking this question. I don't know what I want. And remember we talked about the teleclass you're doing? I know what I want, now what? Yeah. But some people seem to be in this place of, I don't know what I want, or maybe I do know what I want, but I'm afraid to say it because I don't really believe I'm going to get it, Debbie. Yeah, I know. Oh, ouch. Yeah, well, they're they're not lost, and they're getting ready. You've heard me say that before. Um, And you can use a ritual to find out what you want. You can set the intention. You set the intention that you would like to bring more clarity and insight about your needs and wants, okay? And then you decide what's something that would symbolize and help you at that time. Is it is it a candle? Is it um, a particular piece of music or a quote that you want to read out loud to yourself because it inspires you and makes you feel like you're close to knowing what you want or that you're giving yourself permission to know what you want? 
this is the thing, is that no matter where you are, even if you feel like you don't know what you want, you start from there. All of this is really a way to have a new beginning. I want to talk about new beginnings for a minute because being your own valentine can be an awesome new beginning for some people. You know, we go through our lives and we don't think we're worthy or we don't know how to do it or we may be in the middle of a crisis of sorts where, you know, it seems like our support systems that have been in place for so long are crumbling around us and we don't know how we're going to survive. But let's talk about ritual for being able to clear the space, not just for clarity, but for manifestation. Um, what have you learned in your practice and, and, and how do you work with people to create these new beginnings so that they truly can miraculously manifest what their hearts desire? It begins with teaching people the skills about paying attention to themselves. I know I keep saying that. I sound like a broken record. Um, but I hear your messages and your questions coming in from your listeners about what if I don't know what I want. And sometimes when people come to me and they're starting from that place, and that's about half the people that I see, I have them practice this because it is a skill that they can strengthen. Every day I have them pause throughout the day and stop, place a hand on the heart, and say, what do I want right now? Just right now. It could be a drink of water or a walk around the block, or I need a 10-minute nap. But being able to just and, and let go of the possibility that you may not be able to fulfill that need right then and there, but you have to acknowledge the need. And so many of us skip over that because we think we're too busy and I wouldn't be able to take care of myself anyway right now, so I'm not even going to acknowledge the need. And that is where we begin breaking down the connection within ourselves. So I have them stop many times a day and ask themselves, what is it that I want right now in this moment? And it is a practice. And if they begin responding to themselves that way and just physically, mentally, emotionally, what do they want right then and there, then that skill develops and grows to the point where they can think about what they want next month, next year. Bigger visioning then begins to happen. But it begins with just today, right now, what do I want? Well, this has really been, you know, one of these conversations where we have to bring it kind of full circle and get back to the idea of learning how each and every one of us can be our own valentine. Can we take a minute and talk about the ready, set, manifest model and how that might play into being in terms of people listening to the show and truly being able to open themselves up for love? Sure. And I just heard it in one of your uh, questions, but what if I don't know what I want? And that is classic ready phase. I tell people all the time, if you don't know what you want, you're uncertain, you're lost, you're not. You're not lost, you're getting ready because you are preparing yourself to open up to what it is that you do want. But before we all come to a place of visioning, we are in the uncertain place. We are in somewhat of the darkness. So you, you begin there, but if you recognize that that's just an unfolding that's about to occur, then it can support you during that phase because you're not lost or uncertain for no reason. You are there to explore. You are there to listen, to find something out that you need so that you can get set to manifest what it is that you really want. So that's where it all begins with love or any other goal, any other desire that you have. You you come from that first place of not knowing what you want, be, feeling disconnected or lost. And then you have to set yourself up. This is the part of attitude and getting ready to risk. You want to make a decision in the next phase about acknowledging what it is that you want, giving yourself permission to name that thing Say that you want to have love in your life again. Say that you want romance. Whatever it is, be, be willing to, to bring that in and, and articulate it. And then the manifest is, is you taking that risk to the point where you are allowing that to come into your life. And I want to say really quick about the manifest phase, in particular with love that's most important, 
is what I call keep sizing it up. You have to be able to have a large enough capacity to take in the love that's coming your way. When you get to that place, you do not want to shut it out or shut it down when it starts coming. You want that to be to be um, welcomed into your heart fully. So you have to allow yourself to expand and hold all of that love. And that's something I had to work on when, when my husband-to-be showed up because I wasn't quite ready for him to be in my life 100%. And I just knew I wanted that, but I, I really wasn't ready uh, quite yet. So I had to keep working on that and letting that come in. What was his response? Obviously, it was a positive one. But, you know, what was it like for him to be on the receiving side of your manifestation, so to speak, without necessarily knowing what he thinks? But clearly, you've, you must have talked about it. Well, the cool thing was is that we were both coming to the same place from different paths. You know, he, he was the manifestation of what I had been visioning for a while, and I was the manifestation of what he had been visioning for a while. So we were very lucky. And uh, I am a romantic in that sense. I believe that the, that, that can happen. And um, it may sound like it happened overnight with me. It did happen pretty quickly, but you also have to know what came before that, which was a painful breakup and a long relationship that, that, um, that I was engaged in for way too long. So it, it didn't happen overnight, but it did happen because we were both essentially thinking the same thing at the same time but in different places, and then we were able to meet. What a great love story. I so am thrilled, Debbie Lacey, everyone, that you shared that with us because I believe that you can't take other people to a place you haven't gone yourself. And certainly for those of you listening to the show, and you want to get some inspiration, work with Debbie, let me make sure you know how to do that. You can go to the website, theinspiredcoach.com, or you can send her an email at debbie at theinspiredcoach.com. And how about a phone number, Debbie? Uh, can we give out your phone number for people that want to connect with you directly? Yes, it's 206-709-3948. That's 206-709-3948. And I am actually going to gift um, one of our hot little instant messengers here the copy of The Touchstone Within, Debbie. So I'll make sure that we get that information to you uh, because they just got all fired up with us here tonight. Thank you so much for joining the show today. And, Debbie, what is your personal message? What do you want to leave us with uh, for tonight? That anything is possible if you can listen to what it is that you really want and and whether you use a personal ritual, as I've suggested tonight, or just some other way of, of responding to yourself, um, this is a very exciting time in the world, in your life, um, and you really do have the power to choose the direction, and you can partner with your own spirit in a personal ritual to tap into your creativity and, and um really heal and move forward in ways that, that you haven't imagined. It's a tremendous resource to give to yourself. Well, thank you. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on each and every time. For more information about Debbie Lacey, go to theinspiredcoach.com. For more information about the Dr. Pacho, or if you've missed any part of this, you can certainly make it happen by going to www.thedrpatshow.com. And thank you, Debbie, so much for joining us tonight. Thank you, Dr. Pat, and happy early Valentine's Day. To you as well. And remember, everyone, invite yourself to a Valentine's Day ritual. Invite yourselves with open arms and the warmth of your breath and every essence of who you are. And remember that you are the greatest gift you can give yourself. Don't forget it. Take advantage of it and make sure you live life full out. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show.
Take your last bath. 